0: what is going on everyone welcome back to the political panda program happy wednesday it's still somehow surprised me like every single time i even tell you what day it is it's like oh yeah it's wednesday already like, it doesn't feel like it this week has flown by in my head but it doesn't mean that the news will fly by because maybe it'd get all the bad stuff out of the way well we'll bring you of course updates on uh the latest in witch hunting as well as israel and uh Well, whose fault uh, a lot of issues in society are, and we'll finish up today with the predictions that uh, famed Nostradamus made back a long, long time ago for 2024, all that and much more. Of course, if you haven't already, please do consider subscribing, follow on Twitter and True Social, and you can, of course, check out the show. All the articles from today's show down in the description. In our world right now, there's a narrative, and there's a set path that that thing needs to stay on the tracks for. And when that t- train starts to fall off the tracks, or it starts to teeter, and it some of the cars and all that narrative start to break off from those tracks, it cause co- it starts to cause problems for those making said narrative. And while If you're somebody that they find that is derailing this train of narratives and moving it all around and making it hard to keep in place, you become a bit of a target. You get a target on your back, and a lot of the world tries to stop you. And it especially tries to stop you when, you know, you are, of course, uh, you know, that you are actively, you know you're actively, you know, the target. You are the person they want. Take, for example, Twitter, right? Twitter does has brought back Alex Jones. Has brought back all these people who have been previously sort of quasi-permanently banned from Twitter at one point in time. He allows people to free speech. Be- he allows people to say different things that maybe even he doesn't like, he doesn't agree with. But also, there's a community notes feature. It lets people openly, uh... You know it's it's how it's how it works, right? It's how how this kind of thing happens. He's done all that, but they now are coming after him, right? so now that he's you know gone against what the grain of the people want is now going against you know the overall you know the the actual force narrative of the world. Well, then it's open season for that person, right? It's it's open season. And of course, most of the world will go with it because so many of us hate, you know, rich people that now it's, oh, cool, we're going out. You're like, yeah, eat the ray, right, you know, like that kind of thing. But it's the person giving people a voice. It's the person, you're going after the person who's given you the voice, been able to let you speak. He may not agree with you, on that sort of thing but you can still say it and when you need to turn to more proof of it well the FCC has uh apparently they denied uh Starlink a sort of uh you know to be able to do a full-on 885 million dollar subsidy to you know be able to you know, fulfill some requirements uh, to deploy a network that, you know, in which it needed for, uh, for which it to be a winning bidder. And, well, it was fully politically motivated. It's, it's quite obvious how many politically motivated attacks are happening to Elon Musk for what he's doing. I mean, they investigate, they, they straight up, he got it, SpaceX got in trouble for not hiring immigrants who were like coming here but he's like we we can't you you guys are like going against even your own rules in order to get the contracts that I get there's a whole bunch of like legal stuff and actual classified shit that I can't I I can't do that so you going after me for this doesn't make sense like you're you're contradicting yourself and so now they'll just start denying them different things even when obviously it's the best choice I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I can't think of a, a greater, you know, sort of, you know, satellite network of, you know, Internet at this point in time than Starlink. I, I, I can't think of any other ones. You know, I, maybe I'm out of touch here, but I don't think there's anyone that's like as popular and as, as consistently launching more satellites into orbit to improve the sur- the system. And if you think it's only Elon Musk that they're coming for, you're wrong. You're just wrong. You are you are just plain wrong. A new House proposal that could be voted upon, uh, you know, this week, would greatly expand the digital surveillance powers of the federal government. Yay! Just what everybody wanted. Woo! Yeah! Who doesn't like to give the government even more surveillance so they can look even more into your lives? And it'd be all warrantless, too. So they wouldn't even need to go to a court to get reason to do it. They could just do it anyway. Isn't that fun? Isn't that what you wanted? Right? Isn't that exactly what everybody wanted? What? I mean, come on, guys. You know, it's very digitally unsafe out there. And so we need to do this to protect you. You know, there. it's great. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but, but they're not coming after anybody, guys. They're definitely, there's definitely. Uh-huh. There's there's de- definitely they're not they're not coming back, they're not coming after anybody. I mean, you know, it's not like NBC News put out a, a, an article, you know, going after the fact that Tesla's new Cybertruck you know would be lethal against pedestrians. Uh any car would be lethal against pedestrians. If you get if if a car is going at a certain speed it's uh lethal to anybody not just not 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 just you know <laughs> when it's a, a big old you know stainless steel vehicle like that's not <laughs> i i mean guys guys i mean this is just stupid is that is that all we i mean it's hard to point and laugh at the fact that, that the, these are the real people and the, these are um i just i don't i don't even know the, 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 this is all you got that it's unsafe if you're driving really quickly by the way, it's not even the heaviest truck out there i would i would just like to say uh it's not even the heaviest truck like it's sixty eight hundred pounds right it, it it is not even it's not even the heaviest truck technically, right? Like <laughs> the the Cybertruck is is good to be compared to like a medium duty like the twenty twenty three F two fifty, uh, which is sixty four uh eighty pounds, or literally the Ram twenty five hundred which is six thousand eight hundred and sixty five pounds. It's literally sixty five pounds more. But you know that one's a gas car, so obviously. But I mean. So it's an EV, and we want EVs, but also don't make it too heavy now. You know, it, 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 guys, wow. So I, man. The, the, ugh, man. It, it's great. It's great. Uh, Let's see, let's, let's check, how it, how are EV sales doing, uh, for anybody that isn't Tesla? Let's see, Ford is dramatically slashing production of electric truck to match cost, oh. Uh, oh, man, it, it must be going great, right? So many people want EVs right now, right? Uh, when, when will, when will. You know, I I would say our overall world learns something. Especially here in America. I, I I think we need to learn something. You know, just because you know uh that maybe we should actually, you know, take a step back, look at how technology is with uh with electric vehicles. And, you know, maybe put infrastructure towards. I, if you want these things, you have to make the infrastructure for it. You have to actually have the infrastructure of the power grid to do so. And I'll tell you this right now. When you start eliminating all the power sources that aren't environmentally friendly, as as it would be, uh, you uh you find out that we actually don't have enough power, right? And that's bad. So, like, there's some other technology that you have to wait for. In order for this to actually make sense, because wind and solar energy, big big shocker, not gonna cut it. I I know. really really shocking development here, but uh, you actively, you you actively have to uh, have, uh, yeah you, you you know you actually have to have a source of energy that is you know sustainable all year round and uh, make sense, you know, because I don't know if you know this, but the sun isn't always shining. The wind's not always blowing as hard, which means some days you'll get a good amount of energy and other days you won't. And, you know, I, I hope you didn't want to, you know, maybe run into certain appliances some days. And, you know, maybe some days we do just need to all, you know, as soon as the sun goes down, just sit in darkness, you know, walk around the house to the candle or a, a flashlight you know because yeah, why not you know everybody was always enjoying having to walk around with like a headlamp in their own home oh you wanted to watch tv Ah, oh, too bad i guess you know you can watch on your battery powered item but uh you know don't watch for too long you know because you never know when you know power is just gonna fully go out and you know all well we actually had to turn off all the street lights because we couldn't keep those going either so because all we all we could really do is keep up the phone lines to you know, make sure you could call nine one one. Oh, what is this? You're you're getting robbed because you know it's super dark everywhere because we can't like we need power, we need all these things. Okay, it, and now, it, and now the times are getting tougher. People can't afford to buy these electric vehicles either, or they just straight up don't want to, because they look around and they go. Where the fuck am I going to charge the damn thing? Like, it, all I can do it is at my home, if I even have one. And so, it's just, the demand really isn't there anymore. So, yeah. It's going great, guys. It's, it's going, it's going great. Well, around our world, uh, it still seems to be that anti Semitism is still at the highest it's ever been. Hundreds of queers for Palestine protesters uh, shut down the Manhattan Bridge in New York City because, obviously, you know, in New York City, a very Republican city, uh, a very pro Israel city, uh, obviously, at this point, you know, no one could tell that it was. And uh, I-, I guess you know uh, obviously very bad just like to note that all these people would be immediately shot if they were in uh in Gaza immediately like i mean bullets in their skull buried in a mass grave and forgotten about but you know uh, you know useful idiots are useful idiots they really help the cause so thanks for helping the terrorist one protest at a time good job all to you good uh, good job uh some actual good updates The IDF has began to, uh, flood seawater into the, uh, Hamas tunnels inside of Gaza to flood those bastards out. Uh, good to see that, um, that finally these bastards will be forced out of hiding. We're already making the, uh, we're we're already making the actual Hamas officials who basically just steal money from the organization and just live like kings anywhere but Gaza, um are already fleeing, you know, trying to get out of there because obviously, you know, they fear that Israel is going to kill them. And they should fear that because they will, you know, no terrorists should be left, uh, left alive. This, this is the goal. And, uh, while the UN continues to be a useless pile of anti-Semitic trash... Uh, in which they're now going to host a panel asking if Israel is committing genocide in Gaza. No. No. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Uh, when one side of the conflict continues to put people in harm's way, and the other side is literally doing everything in its power to possibly, oh, I don't know, maybe prevent pre- prevent it from happening... Uh, I I think, I think, um, no. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Honestly, uh, the UN can go fuck itself. I'll continue to say it. Fuck the UN. It's a stupid fucking organization that shouldn't exist. God, is it so fucking useless. I mean, seriously, these guys are a bunch of useless fucking hacks. Absolute piles of garbage. But uh, so, following the other week with anti Semitism being everywhere uh, and, and being everywhere on college campuses, CNN finally said something that makes sense. Uh, Fareed Zakari, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm terrible at pronouncing last names. But hilariously, uh, uh, he said something that makes sense. I know. It's going to shock you guys. um. But, you know, he says that maybe, hey, guys, maybe universities should maybe, you know, stop their misadventure into politics and that they should maybe go back to, you know, being focused on research and learning and, like, teaching people things so that our, our society can continue and be smarter and that we can find, the, like, the cure for, like, cancer or, like, you know, solve the issues and maybe, you know, stop people from having food allergies or, you know, actively trying to, you know, do cool things in, like, the world. You know, maybe invent time machines. Maybe figure out how to go further into space, you know. Maybe discover more of the actual ocean and see more of what's a- what scary shit is actually down at the bottom of our seas. You know, or maybe discovering more of the history of the past. No, we'll will instead focus on you know rampant nonsense and you know uh, you know lesbian dance theory and uh, a Taylor Swift class or uh, a a person who worked with Lizzo on stage now being a professor like th- th- these are our universities they're not a serious place you don't if you think that they're for actually learning things they're not they're not but you know they should be they should be but um uh, you know, they aren't. You know, but who whose fault is it? Who Whose fault is it, all of this? Well, obviously, um... Well, if you're from California, and it uh, and it's San Francisco, and uh, you're... And, and, you know, you have, you know, all these problems, well, then it's obviously capitalism's fault. It's obviously capitalism's fault. You know... It, and that apparently arresting drug addicts is apparently counterproductive now uh, no nobody's understood this, nobody can understand why and um y- you know uh, well you know the so then you know how are you gonna actively you know make the streets safer and you know Maybe you know, prevent people from doing drugs on the street and you know make a safe environment for families you know how how would you do these things? Ah, uh, well, it's not arresting them or clearing away camps yeah i I'm sure that there's but it's capitalism's fault really if if it's capitalism's fault and it's capitalism that has failed here, why is this this not everywhere? I'm noticing that this is only isolated to big cities run by Democrats. Like, I, I'm i noticing a fucking pattern here. I don't think it's capitalism's failed. I think it's you that's failed capitalism. I think it's the other way around here. I think you need to switch it up. Maybe a step back and uh, look at how your policies don't fucking work. You know, may- maybe if you would have thought about that, Maybe, uh, maybe you would uh fix the problem or who else is to blame? Who else? White people, guys, it's always white people, you know, because everybody knows that uh, us whites, uh, at the end, uh, at the end of the world or just all the time, you know, we all have meetings, right? You know, every, every white person that you know, all right, if you're a person of color listening to this. Just know that all of us white people all around the world, we get into, like, the biggest Zoom call. Like, we're breaking the record for the biggest Zoom call every single week. And we're all getting in there and we're all talking about how to be oppressive pieces of living garbage every fucking week. Right? Like, every week. Sometimes every month, you know, because we're busy, too. uh, Oppressing people, obviously. And, you know, being untrustworthy and such. And... eh. And so, you know, we're we're really bad people, obviously. <laughs> you know, that's what we that's what we do. We bring up people's names at the meeting, and uh, and then we oppress them, and and then they make like articles, being like, "Oh, we're being oppressed." And then, you know, we play, like, it, you know, it's what we do at our meetings every week. So if you if you've uh, ever wondered where maybe like some of your white friends are certain days of the week, that's where we are. We're all at the uh, annual, you know, or they're sort of monthly or weekly, you know white oppression meeting, you know, of how we're going to oppress, you know, some other group, right? That's that's what we do, obviously, every single week. Sorry to break that curtain down for everybody. Well, Netflix has put out a new movie. And it's a movie that has been produced by former President Barack Obama and uh, First Lady, right? They There's a new movie that they produced in which It's a apocalyptic movie called Leave the World Behind. And, uh, well, I'll just play the clip and, uh, well, uh, we'll see if you can figure out what's wrong in this, uh, in this 12-second clip. I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that. Now, we here at the Political Panda Program are going to change one word of that, right? We're gonna, I'm going to play the video again, except I'm going to change one word of that, and I'm going to say the exact same things of what she just said, and it's going to now be the most controversial statement of 2020. Are you ready? I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be doled out easily to anyone, especially black people. Even mom would agree with me on that. Do do you see how much more racist that sounds it, it, it's this it's basically the same thing. I've changed one word in that entire clip and it's now racist. Or it sounds really bad, right? Or you know, when the world's falling apart, you know, don't trust don't trust Mexicans. All right, even mom would agree with me on that. You know, like if you change it to any race, it still sounds just terrible. It, it still sounds fucking terrible, you know? But it's fine, you know, it's fine, you know, it's it's always good, you know, everybody, you know, uh, I, I thought we were trying to create a world where we all, like, lived in harmony, and, you know, I, I'm starting to realize that maybe when you say e- e- equity, you know, you know, equality, you know, all this stuff, I'm maybe realizing that it, it doesn't actually mean those things, and it's just equality for everybody except if you're white, you know, I'm, I'm noticing that that's what that means. Which doesn't sound very equal or equitable. But, uh, you know, hey, I'm I'm sure it's fine. I'm, I'm sure it is fine. Well, moving right along. So a California jury on Monday of this week determined that the Google Play Store is apparently an illegal monopoly. So of course uh Epic Games they filed this the sort of you know the actual you know antitrust lawsuit in a, about a year ago accusing them of obtaining of maintaining a unlawful monopoly by using bribe and block schemes to stifle competition and well I mean the thing is in terms of like things that they tried to do against Against sort of, um, you know, the sort of things like of, you know, getting rid of stuff. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna defend them. In. Here's where I am gonna say that this is wrong. Okay, Google, the Google Play Store on everyone's Android phone. Okay, I, I know a lot of people don't know what Android is. If you've only ever used iPhones, okay, it's that weird, scary thing, uh, with that droid-looking mascot that has. About as many users as your phone does, except it doesn't run iPhone. Like, it's not an iPhone. Like, it doesn't have iMessage. It doesn't have all those things. It's a super weird thing. I know. I know. It's very complicated. But the thing with an Android phone is you don't have to use the Google Play Store, right? Like, yes, it is installed on your phone by default. And it can be the default app store that you use. And like for most people it is because it's the first one they see on their phone. And most people are lazy. But if you really wanted to go and get a different app store. Or if you straight up wanted to download a app. From the actual just straight up you know internet. You can do so. You can sideload your apps. Like when I used to use an Android phone. I had a, I basically sort of, you know, I sideloaded apps, like, all the time when I was younger, right? Like, you could sideload apps all the time. Like, if it was an app that just couldn't get, you know, Google Play approval or something, or it was a niche app that, or or whatever, you could download it to your phone no matter what, right? You could download and sideload all you wanted. But, is that, is that really a monopoly? Because... You can't do that on your iPhone. Like, I have an iPhone right now. You can only use the App Store. If the app isn't on the App Store, well, then I guess you ain't using the app. Right? So, how how is it a monopoly? You can use any other App Store. That, that's what I don't understand here. Is it... When you... Like, I have my Android phone in my hand right now. If I really wanted to, I could put like if epic games who's the person who made this lawsuit right if they wanted to make an epic games like mobile app store and fill it with mobile apps that like people could like download and stuff i could put it on this android phone in my hand and it could be my primary app store if i really wanted it to right it could be where i go to pretty much download all of my apps so, how is it a monopoly again? Monopoly means that you only go there. Google's, if you classify a monopoly as just them having like the market share on Android for being, you know the actual you know, only app store that you like that most people use, like the app store that most people use on the Android phone, then yeah, they have a monopoly in that because most people don't either a know that you can do that on their Android phone. Or they do, and they're just like, I would still just rather, like, most people aren't going to go and use the Amazon App Store anymore. Like, unless you have an Amazon thing, you're not going to use it. So, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to go after them for it. Obviously, their Epic is going after because of the 30% cut that they take in that kind of area. But, I, I just, I don't. I don't understand. It's it's not a monopoly. It's just not. Does Google maybe practice different policies that are very much anti-sort of consumer stuff? Yes, of course they do. It's obvious. I'm not defending that part of it. That part's obvious and stupid. But you can also just use a different app store. Right? You you can use any any other app store if you wanted to. So. So, hey, it's whatever. But hey, to finish off today's episode, Nostradamus, he's quite popular for his predictions and how close he's sort of gotten. You know, like he predicted Hitler and a few other different things throughout history. Being kind of a famous, you know, sort of astrologer and, you know, really making some bold predictions. And, well, what, what does he have to say for 2024? Well, one of the passages in his long text says that the king of the isles will be driven out by force. Something an uh, is referring to King Charles III. Another passage supposedly about Charles says, Soon afterwards, a new king shall be anointed, who for a long time will appease the earth this apparently could uh, mean that prince harry becomes king next year it's not uh, it's not uh, you know you know it would be be weird uh, but we'll see uh apparently there is that china will wage a war next year is that apparently a uh, Fully... Uh, a war will fully start. A climate disaster. As well. That's always fun. A brand new Pope, though. A, uh... Apparently... A, uh... A brand new Pope as well. So, uh... Um... So, you know, we'll have to... You know, we'll have to see. I mean... Not everything that has come true. I mean... This year, apparently, there was supposed to be the Antichrist as well as World War III. So, you know, of course, not everything comes true. So, obviously, tamper your expectations. But, hey, you know, it could be an interesting next year. No, it could be a very interesting 2024. Well, that's going to do it for for today on the Political Panda Program. If you did go on to enjoy it, please do consider subscribing, following on Twitter, and True Social... And of course, you can check out all the articles down below in the description. I will see you all tomorrow for the Thursday edition of the show. Have a good rest of your Wednesday.